0: I'm life and business coach, Samantha Sifring, and this is the Online Business Building Mamas Podcast, where you learn how to build a wildly successful business from home while raising kids. Welcome to episode 28. Every single week, I feel like I'm just blown away by how many episodes there's been so far. And this week is no exception. I feel like we're almost at 30. How is this happening? Sometimes when you start out on a new venture, like a podcast or something like that, I i don't know about you, but I feel like I have this idea that I'm going to run out of content ideas or I won't have enough to say. And obviously, as a coach, I know that these are all limiting beliefs. But still, I'm kind of amazed that I have been here 28 weeks in a row with something amazing to share with you, and you're loving it. You're connecting with it. It makes me so happy that what I'm putting out there is meaningful to you. So thank you so much for being a part of this journey for me and this project. It couldn't happen without all of you listening, so Thank you for being here and supporting me and giving such awesome feedback. Before we dive into today's episode, I wanted to just share something that I have been thinking about lately. So we're getting close to the holidays, Christmas, New Year's, the break, and I have been really stressed. I am just coming off of an amazing week doing Design 2019, but I feel like there's so many pressures in my business, so much going on with the kids' school right now, and so much happening soon with the holidays. We're having guests, we have presents to buy, we have parties and events to attend, It's all feeling like a little much to me right now. And I don't know if any of you relate to that. And it's all good stuff, right? Like it's not bad things that are happening. It's just like a lot of good stuff happening at once. And I have a lot of responsibility all at once. So I wanted to just share a little transformation that I had this morning that really helped me to shift my mindset around everything that's going on. I remember that I have the choice to make it fun if I want to, and sometimes I say to myself, this can be fun, and then I feel excited, and then it's fun. Sometimes I just have to ask myself, what if this could be fun, and then I kind of explore, what would it look like if it were fun? You know, sometimes the leap from negative to positive is one that we're just not able to do in that moment. And sometimes we have to leap from negative to neutral or to curious. And that is what I tried. And I felt like it really got me in a better space A better mood because really this all can be fun recording this podcast can be fun finding my ideal clients can be fun hearing no from people can be fun because it's opening up space for the perfect people for me to work with and I also just hired somebody new for my team this morning and that can be fun too I'm really excited for how my business is growing, how I am growing, and sometimes it's really uncomfortable and scary, and sometimes it feels amazing and fun. So I just wanted to share that with you, and I think it's a really good lead-in to today's topic, which is imposter syndrome. So even if you think that you don't know what imposter syndrome is, I guarantee you've experienced it. I don't think I have met anybody who has not experienced imposter syndrome. So today I'm going to be talking about how to overcome it. But first I want to talk about what it even is. And I asked in a Facebook group this week for people to share some of the thoughts that come up for them when imposter syndrome is taking over their brain. So I'm going to start off reading a few of those and... Raise your hand, or if you're driving, just mentally raise your hand if you identify with any of these thoughts. Who am I to do this? Everyone else is better and more qualified. I'm a fraud. What do I know? I need to learn more. I don't know enough. I might be doing it wrong. Why would they pay that much for me? No one knows who I am. These are just a few of the many, many ways that imposter syndrome can show up for us. Have you ever heard any of these types of thoughts? I definitely have and so have most of the women that I talk to. It's so widespread, it has a name, imposter syndrome, or the imposter phenomenon, and this was coined by two psychologists back in the 70s, and this describes when someone isn't able to acknowledge their own success or accomplishments, they think of them as a fluke and that they will eventually be exposed as a fraud. And what's really crazy about imposter syndrome is that it's most common in exceptional and high-achieving women. These are the types of women that you would look at and you would definitely think that they were at the top of their game. They had it all together. They don't have any of the negative thoughts that you have, but they do. And whether you all will acknowledge it about yourself or not, I believe that you all fall into that category as well of exceptional and high-achieving women. I think you have really high standards for yourselves. You're chasing after some big, ambitious goals, and you really do have something exceptional about you, and you have this little voice inside your head that tells you you don't, and you're not good enough, and you're a fraud, and everyone's going to find out, that you don't know what you're talking about, so you better stay quiet. I have a hunch that this is true about you because I find it in every single one of my clients. They are struggling to charge money for what they offer. They don't believe that they have a real business or that they're a real business owner because they're working from home, maybe with the kids nearby. I know I have one client with a young baby who is almost always in her arms or at her feet while she's working. They also don't have traditional training or education in what they offer sometimes. Um, So even though they have years of experience in it and they're really freaking good at it, they think that maybe they need to go back and get some kind of a certification or more training or learn more. But that is total BS. I have struggled with this too. Sometimes I think, who am I to have a podcast? There's so many amazing podcasts out there and they are all so much better than mine and I don't really have anything to add to the conversation or to the world. So I should just not have a podcast because it's just redundant. Sometimes I will also think, how can I be a coach when I'm not a certified coach? And what's so funny about this one is when I'm in a really low place, sometimes I'll be like, oh, I need to research coach certification programs. I need to go back and become certified. And meanwhile, Every single one-on-one client who has ever worked with me has specifically told me that the reason they picked me is that I have a master's in counseling and they wanted somebody with that background. Even though we're working on building their business, they wanted somebody who could handle their crazy moments and help them walk through the mindset piece. So this is what I'm talking about. This imposter syndrome is not based in reality or facts. It is totally based in our fears and our negative thinking about ourselves. It's not real. It is totally made up. And when we're in the midst of it, when we're in the middle of our own negative thinking, it's so hard to see out of it. And this is why coaching is so powerful. So here is what I've learned. Imposter syndrome can definitely defeat us. It can keep us stuck. It can keep us totally paralyzed from moving forward, or we can start to do the work to take charge and move forward, even though those thoughts are there. But when we're letting those thoughts, our default thinking, control us by not being aware of it, not being intentional with our thinking, Imposter syndrome will cause our mind to look for reasons why we're not good enough or why we don't know what we're talking about or why we're a fraud or why we haven't accomplished enough to chase our goals because our brains look for evidence to support our beliefs. Imposter syndrome then becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy in our own minds. When we're not feeling good enough, We look for evidence about why we're not good enough and we end up taking actions that are not good enough because we're from this place of fear and holding back and not being good enough. But if we challenge it, and focus our minds on coming up with reasons why we're actually perfect for what we're doing and why we must bring our unique message to the world, we can feel incredibly empowered instead of defeated, and we can actually rise to the challenge. And even though we may still have that voice inside that's a little bit doubtful, we can make huge strides and impact in the world. Okay, so now you might be wondering, what do I do next? The first step is to just notice when imposter syndrome is taking over in your brain. So when you're having those thoughts that you don't know enough, that you aren't good enough, that you need to learn some more, that it's all been said before, that you're a huge fraud, recognize your thoughts for what they are and understand that this is just imposter syndrome cropping up. The next step is to understand that this is total BS and you don't have to believe it. A lot of times we get those kinds of thoughts in our mind and we just accept them as a factual observation. We all have this idea that we are totally rational and logical human beings. Okay, maybe not all of us, but I hear this a lot from a lot of people that they think that they are just really logical, they're really rational, they're all about their thinking, and they think that every thought that pops into their head is factual, logical, they think that their thinking is logical, But when you really break it down, it's not because the premise is flawed. (laughs) The thought that we think is a factual observation is truly not. So question when these thoughts come up. Question them. You don't have to believe them. It's not like proven by the scientific method that you're not good enough. It's simply a thought that you've been in the habit of thinking for most of your life, most likely, and you are accepting as truth and choosing to believe. But you can just as easily shift and choose not to believe it anymore. The first way that you can do that is to just tell it, thanks, but no thanks or any kind of similar phrase as that. So when it pops up and you notice it and you recognize that you have a choice to believe it or not, you can just tell it, no, thank you, and understand that it doesn't come up in a mean way. So imposter syndrome doesn't come up just to make ourselves feel bad. It's actually kind of like a survival reflex, really, If you think about how our brains have developed over time and how we've survived over time, these thoughts that keep us stuck where we are right now were really important for survival. They kept us making safe choices, not doing anything too risky, not putting ourselves out there, not being vulnerable so that we could physically be safe and physically stay alive. And now they're really keeping us from having our best life. So that's why I suggest when these thoughts come up, really be thankful, but also tell them no thanks. So you can have gratitude. Thank you, brain, for trying to keep me alive. Thank you for caring about me and having this awesome survival instinct. But going live on Facebook or launching a podcast or whatever it may be, charging higher rates is not going to kill me. (laughs) I can handle it. And this is actually in service to my goals. So just the very swift but gentle shutdown is kind of your first little option there. And a lot of times I think just gaining awareness is truly the first hurdle And then in that awareness, recognizing that there's a choice is the next hurdle. So then the next option that you have there is the shutdown. The next step that you could take is to visualize what it would be like if you didn't believe that thought. So you don't have to stop believing that thought, but you'll just imagine what it would be like If you didn't believe it, what would you believe instead? What would you think instead? What would you be feeling instead? And what actions would you take from that place if you didn't believe it? Who would you be as a mom, as a business owner, as a woman without that belief about yourself? The next step, make a list of evidence why it's total BS. So just like I said, how I have these thoughts about how I shouldn't be coaching without a coaching certification. But then when I really get down to it, I recognize that I have a master's in counseling. I have over three years of experience now as a coach. My clients get results. I get results. I'm always investing in coaching myself, which I think is the best way to become a better coach is to be coached yourself and to be actually doing the work yourself. I could carry the list on and on about how I'm continually making myself a better coach and all of those things that I'm doing and all of the pieces of my background that make me qualified. So having this list to debunk the random thoughts that I have about how I shouldn't be doing it because I don't know enough is a really powerful way to shut that down as well because often our thoughts are not even close to reality. So this can be a really powerful exercise. And when you're in kind of that low place, it can be really hard to come up with a list. So you may need to do this from more of a positive space, On a day when you're feeling a little bit better to write up for yourself on a day when you're feeling low, it can also be another benefit of working with a coach. I know I will have clients reach out to me all the time that they are struggling or having a negative thought come up for them kind of in between our sessions. And because my one-on-ones have um, unlimited access to me throughout the month. So like in between sessions, they'll reach out with something that's going on, a thought that's coming up for them. And so quickly I can share, wait a minute, (laughs) is that really the truth? What about this and that? And it really helps them to shift into a better mindset. And I know that's something I get um, from my coach as well as some of my close business friends. I will reach out when I'm in a low moment and they will be like, you are crazy. That's not true at all. So having this list and having those resources, those people you can reach out to, to get the reality check can be super powerful as well. One more thing to do you need to understand the impact. So when we're thinking about these thoughts that we're having, we need to recognize that every thought we have creates a feeling. So when you're having these thoughts, when you're thinking, I don't know enough or who am I to do this? A feeling comes up for you and it might be shame. It might be fear. it could meet all kinds of things. It's probably going to be negative. I can't imagine a positive feeling coming up out of that. But it creates a feeling. And then every feeling we have inspires some kind of action. Typically, it's going to be either nothing or a watered-down version of what you really wanted to do. So maybe you have this really ambitious idea of this package you want to offer, and this price point, and it all feels really good. And then imposter syndrome comes in and tells you, you don't know enough, no one's going to pay you that, who do you think you are, and you start to lower the price. (laughs) And then you start to change some things about the package. And by the time you actually offer it to somebody, it looks Nothing like that first amazing offer that you created. Or maybe you have a dream to launch a podcast. And by the time it's created, you're too afraid to put it out there into the world. And then no one's listening. And then you're like, see, I'm an imposter. No one wants what I put out. And really, you just haven't truly put it out. You haven't told anybody about it. This is how the thoughts of imposter syndrome can become that self-fulfilling prophecy because there is such an impact. It's not just a thought and it's not just a feeling. That feeling turns into our actions and our actions are what create our results in our life. So coming from that space of not feeling good enough and being an imposter and a fraud and thinking no one wants to hear what we have to say is going to lead to us not shining our brightest out in the world. And then it proves itself right because we're not actually putting our real selves out there. Okay, I have a couple more thoughts for you. The first is, what would you rather think? Looking at this, do a little brainstorm about what thoughts are available to you that you would rather think. What about, I have a powerful message to share with the world, or the world needs what I'm offering, or I will figure this out, or whatever else you can dream up. All of those are going to create feelings of motivation, commitment, determination, self-love, and conviction that are going to get you moving and taking different kinds of actions that will allow you to really shine and make a difference, which I know is what you want to do. And I know you can do it. All right. I hope that this really inspires you and serves you and helps you to kick imposter syndrome to the curb. Because if you're listening, listening to this, then I know that you have a powerful message. I know that you are really freaking good at what you do. And I know that the world needs to know about you. Not nearly enough people know about you and they need to. An imposter syndrome is keeping you from the visibility you need to get out there and tell people about what you're doing and be discovered. So I really, really encourage you to do this work. Reach out to me if you have to. Join my group. Let's talk about it because this should not be holding you back. This held me back for so long from my big goals. It held some of my clients back for so long before they were brave enough to take that step And I don't want that to happen to you. I want you to hear this. I want you to know that imposter syndrome is not true, that these thoughts you're having are not true, and that it is so worth it to take action despite them, to push past them, to put your work out into the world, to make a difference. And we need you to do that. And you should do that because you're going to feel amazing doing that. And it's going to be a little scary, but I'm here for you and we can do this together. All right. I hope you have an amazing rest of your week. If you like this podcast, I want to invite you to coach with me over in my program, Mama to CEO. There's you and there's the consistent income you want to make in your business and I help you remove everything standing in between. It's lifetime access for mastering your marketing, sales, time, and everything else you need to have the business and life you really want. Whether it's making your first thousand or a hundred thousand, I can help you do it. To join, go to mamatoceo.com. ceocom M-A-M-A-T-O-C-E-O.com.